Everybody, day two here at PB Expo. Joining me, I have Eric from Ionic Air Care. Yes, sir. That's the name of the company, right? That's correct. All right, cool. Um, how's everything going? Uh, going well, going well. You know, we started the company in October of 2020. Okay. Um, with the sole purpose of uh, developing uh, a clean sheet design, dual polar ionizer for aircraft installation. Uh, okay. And uh, we, we've, you know, got the product developed. We've been through quite a bit of testing, uh, the DO160 labs that has to be done before we can go do our first uh, STC install. And uh, we go back to the lab on the 14th this month and we expect to uh, finish by the end of the month. Okay, very and, cool. And have our first aircraft install happen in April. Very cool. So tell me a little bit about this product and maybe why you've gone down the route of developing something like this. Sure. So when... Uh, the coronavirus broke out around the world and yeah. the lockdowns everything happened and uh you know the airlines obviously uh, suffered pretty greatly i was actually working for airbus at that time even though i spent most of my last 30 years in business aviation uh and you know we we saw the impact right and what do we do to help restore passenger confidence uh in traveling in airplanes again and uh I've, i discovered dual polarization and one company out there uh, had a product they were uh offering uh, and some business aviation uh, aircraft owners had uh, selected that product. Uh, however, when we took it out to the airlines, it just wasn't a good fit uh, price-wise for the okay. airlines. And uh, so I decided to uh, leave Airbus and start Ionic Air Care okay. and uh, do a clean sheet design, um, actually using all mil-spec components, mil-spec and aerospace components. Okay. So we're building it for civil aviation, but we're also building it for the military. So once we finish our civil aviation certifications, we're going to move right into our military certification because the unit is basically a mil-spec unit already. Okay. Uh, the testing is just a little bit uh, different. Um, many of those tests, we've already run through the preliminary um, evaluations on those, and, and we're looking good. So we really have developed this thing for civil aviation, okay. then for the military, then we're bringing out a product for rail. Uh, so that'll be subways, airport people movers, buses, trains. Okay. And then we're bringing out a product for uh, marine, okay. uh, mainly for the yachting industry. Yeah, very cool. Yeah. And so for the um, the business aircraft world, is there a particular segment, you know, size of aircraft that you're looking to install this type of system on? Yeah, so our first install is going to be on a Gulfstream 550. Okay. Uh, and so that is um, the more of who's buying this technology right now right. are the larger cabin business jets. Okay. Uh, however, there are some midsize and even light uh, business jets that have uh, installed a system. Hawker 800s come to mind, for example, uh, which only need one system. And uh, you get into, you know, when you get up to about a, um, a G280 and above size aircraft, over a thousand. Uh, cubic feet of cabin space. Mm -hmm. Then you go to two systems. That's the predominant buying uh, okay. segment right now. Okay. Yeah. And um, looking at like this type of system and this type of technology mm -hmm. in comparison to uh, systems that have been installed on aircraft in the past, what are some of the benefits that customers or passengers are going to receive from having something like this? Yeah. No, that, that's, a, that's a great question, uh, Greg, because um, there's really only been HEPA filtration in aircraft, right? right? Uh, used with various degrees of, uh, of uh, application, right? So some people, some airlines have used HEPA filters, some have not. Right. Um, and, and so HEPA filters can only pick up what is circulating in the airplane, 
And of course, after COVID hit, the airlines went to uh, basically using more bleed air and less recirculated air, mm-hmm. uh, and you know, changing the HEPA filters uh, more frequently. So that that certainly helps, right? But then, what can you do to protect the passengers and the crew in flight? Um, and there really is only two technologies. It's either far UVC, okay, okay, which then bathes the cabin in this you know uh, purple lilac type of color that I don't think anybody would want to <laughs> sit in see. for you know for two hours, <laughs> let alone you know, 12 or 13 hours, like some of the flights I've taken right. uh, to Asia, uh, and ionization. So there's really only two that could be used in flight. And even far UVC uh, has its limitations where if something is in a shadow, uh, it's not going to be effective at all. Mm. Um, and there is still a skin cancer risk when you get over 12 hours. So it really still is not going to be useful for long duration flights. And nor do I think people would want to sit uh, in that UV right. lighting you know, sure. for the whole flight. So ionization uh, is the only other technology currently available to basically provide uh, protection of the cabin breathing air in flight. Uh, It's non-invasive, it's highly effective, um, it's safe for humans and for pets and animals. Um, So that's why we went down this road. Uh, And in developing a, a clean sheet design, we were able to make a more powerful ionizer than our competition, which means when we get on the airlines, you get a very large cabin aircraft, uh, you're going to need less of our units than the competition's units, uh, driving down cost. And we've also priced it, you know, once we saw that the airlines were not willing to accept price points that were being offered to them, when you look at what it costs to equip an aircraft, we decided to set our pricing to make ionization affordable for all turbine-powered aircraft, be it a Part 91 operator, a Part 135 operator, Or a Part 121 operator. So we've taken into account, you know, how many systems are going to be needed per aircraft, how many aircraft that operator uh, has uh, to to equip, and, right. and kind of price it accordingly, so we could really make it affordable for all uh, segments. Gotcha. Yeah. And tell me a little bit, maybe about the ongoing maintenance of a system like this. Is it pretty easy to maintain and, and keep up to date? It, it really is. So if we step back to home and, and, and business uh, commercial ionization right. units, um, the only thing that they recommend there is uh, basically to knock the dust off of the carbon fiber emitter threads uh, once a year or so. Some right. even have a, a, like an automated, uh, you could push a button and the rotating device knocks the dust off. Uh, in aircraft, we don't believe we're going to have a dust situation because of the bleed air coming in from the aircraft. Right. You know, really doesn't have a dust component to it or very little, right. unlike a home or a building. Sure. Um, so what we're going to call for in our install is a three-year inspection okay. uh, of the ion emitters. And we're looking more for contamination from fluids. Um, aircraft bleed air can occasionally have a little bit of uh, oils uh, from the engine oil seals. Uh, or a little bit of, uh, of uh, jet fuel it could could right. sometimes, and we're talking about you know in parts per million, uh, but yeah. over time that could build up an effect. So we are going to call for a three-year inspection of our probes. If we detect there's degradation, then we'll replace them at that point and and on for another three years. But the unit itself is built with a hundred thousand hours of mean time between failure. Oh wow! Uh, you know components right. all selected to basically not need any maintenance uh, or repair for 100,000 hours, which outlives uh, the life of any aircraft that we right. build. Sure. And how about like the installation of this? Are you partnering with somebody to handle the installs for aircraft or? 
How is that working? Yeah, so we, we actually, uh, it, it, and again, it depends on the operator. So for Part 91 right. business jet type operators, uh, we're working through our dealer network. Uh, Duncan Aviation comes to mind, Westar, Standard Aero. Okay. Um, even smaller shops like Banyan, independent shops like, yeah. like that, uh, that become our dealers. They're in the process of becoming our dealers. And, uh, you know, we will then sell them the equipment and they will do the installation and or STCs. Um, we're looking to incentivize this dealer network to do STCs with our product. Um, you know, we're doing this first STC, but we're, we don't plan to be in that business long term. We're doing it to get our first aircraft certified, <coughs> excuse me, and to um, get our PMA, right? Okay. We really yeah, need the sure. PMA, so we have to complete the first STC. Sure. So that that's kind of the Part 91 uh, market approaches through our established right. dealer network. Uh, that are mostly AEA members, you know, and these are friends and colleagues of mine for the last 30 years because that's the world I just yeah, came from. Yeah, sure. Okay. Sure. Um, speaking of the installation as well, we offer our carbon fiber reinforced duct adapter system, uh, which is something that other uh, co you know competitors in the space don't offer, and uh, this is a carbon fiber reinforced 3D printed uh, mounting system that allows the unit to be mounted within a half inch of the duct, no matter how big the duct is or small the duct is. Sure. Um, we can 3D print these duct adapters in any size and shape okay. uh, to match the duct in the aircraft, and then the unit always mounts that half inch above the duct. So it's a very repeatable uh, process. Uh, our duct adapter kits include all the hardware and the two uh, gaskets uh, that reseal the duct, as we talked about earlier. Yeah. The duct needs two three-inch holes drilled in it. And then to put the gaskets down and the duct adapter system goes on, the unit bolts to the duct adapter system, and then the power and ground uh, is brought to the unit. Very And that's cool. really all there is to it. Very cool. All yeah. right. Well, it sounds, it's exciting. It uh, is. It sounds like you got a lot on your uh, lot on your plate for 2022. We do. Anything it, else happening or uh, going on this year that you want to hit on? Yeah, well, we are looking to also do an STC. And, and again, not us doing it. Uh, we're, we're talking to CNL Aviation okay. uh, about doing that STC on the EMB 135 and 145s. They have a lot of customers that have fleets of these aircraft right. that are retrofitted into um, less seats and more seat pitch, right? right? And so they're more of a, you know, a higher end 135 type operation, uh, the service they provide. And some of their customers are interested in uh, equipping their aircraft with ionization. And so we're looking to do an STC there, and that'll open the Part 135 market for us. Uh, past that, uh, we're looking to partner with uh, a distributor, most likely. Uh, talking to several right now. Okay. Uh, ALA comes to mind, uh, Satair, uh, my former employer. Yeah. We, we may do something with them to do, uh, and, and again, we want to encourage uh, and, and help support through discounted equipment, deeply discounted equipment. Uh, them to go out and, and do an STC on, you know, an A320, A321, a Boeing 737 to get our Part 121 operations up and running as well. And, you know, like I mentioned earlier, we've tiered the uh, pricing of our system based on the type of operator and the number of units they would need to equip their entire fleet. Right. And that way we can make it affordable across to all markets. But now we've got some really exciting things going on. Once we finish our certification with the core uh, I-7000 civil aviation system. We're then uh, developing a smart card that's going to plug into all the units that we deliver. Already have the header connector inside to plug in a smart card. The smart card is going to measure the high voltage mm -hmm. on the negative and positive side. Okay. Uh, and, and the system status. And then offload that through Bluetooth and Wi-Fi 
to a passenger's uh, uh, you know phone or sure. tablet so they can see that the ionization units are working, uh, the level of ionization they're currently providing per unit. And so that's what we're going to do. That that uh, Wi-Fi Bluetooth version is primarily for business aviation, mm. for commercial aviation, and probably for Part 135, where that might be a mix. We're going to do an Airing 429 uh, data bus output, okay. one-way output, uh, so that the airplane can then the you know, collect that data and then uh, do, you know put it on seatback monitors, provide it to their passengers over their Wi-Fi networks, right. to their personal electronic devices. They can then do with it what they wish with the data to show the passengers that the ionization system is on and it's working uh, well, it's performing well. Very so cool. yeah, very exciting. Uh, we're really excited to that. That's uh, patented, uh, already uh, filed. Okay. Uh, bo both our core system, our unique ozone-free ion emitter uh, tips that we have uh, developed, uh, and uh, the smart car technology is, is all in our uh, utility patent. We have several patents pending utility and design patents okay um and uh we're, we're excited to really uh, develop this product and uh, to really you know help restore customer confidence in flying on airplanes and and getting in an airport people mover right and getting in a subway car again um you know having uh, gatherings on their yacht yeah having dinner parties because now the environment has been has been uh the safety has been greatly enhanced through ionization sure so now we're excited to roll this out across multiple industries we're starting with uh you know, with where I've spent most of my career in business aviation yeah. and, uh, you know, the industry I love the most. Um, but we want to spread it out to all forms of transportation. Our, our goal is really to ionize the transportation system from end to end. Very cool. Yeah. Awesome. So that's well, where we're going. Yeah. Thank you for stopping by. I hope the show is, uh, has Absolutely. been good. It was great meeting it you. Is. And, uh, yeah, we'll talk soon. Sounds good. All right. Thank all right. you. Thanks, Greg.